Would you like fries with that? No, I want a bucket to vomit in. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. The Florida man's viral prank has cost him his job. Oh, no. Earlier this week, a Facebook user shared a video of an unidentified young man taking a bath in a Wendy's kitchen sink. I, oh, I saw that. One of those big old industrial sinks they got at the, uh, the hamburger factory there. Mm-hmm. I saw that. Dude strips down his shorts, hops into a sud-filled sink as other uniformed employees watch and egg him on. Go, go, go! <laughs> now, is this while they're person customers? behind the camera is saying, take a bath, take a bath, get in there, watch your armpits. <laughs> Are there customers there? Or? Uh, I don't know. It's in the back room. Uh, that's a good question, uh, what time of day it was. Uh, but the man has been fired. The clip has been viewed more than, well, it's probably a million times by now. Uh, it was posted by some gal who said she knew one of the featured employees from high school. The actions in the video were appalling, and I felt like the public had the right to know, she said. Oh, God. Well, she's going to be popular. Yeah, Wait you're to let a... yourself get in, in, uh, identified. Oh, you're no, a... the, the Kentucky Fried Chicken might be a little bit unhealthy for me if I go after that. <laughs> well, and it's a sink where they wash stuff, so whatever. It's the Wendy's. You know, I, oh, don't, Wendy's, I don't need some sweaty young man in that sink. No, though. I'd rather I you didn't. <laughs> What's the upside, really? You, you wash the sink out, and it's fine. Oh. He's cleaner, the sink's clean, everything's fine. Yeah, I don't know. What Do you, do you fire that guy just for idiotic judgment and screwing around on the job? That that doesn't show like a great attitude. <laughs> you go. You don't go to fast food on, enough. <laughs> no, I don't. Most of the employees there don't give a crap about anything. <laughs> they're nihilists. Yeah, they're nihilists. Oh, I hate nihilists. <laughs> hey, at least the guy's bathing. Yeah, exactly. That's what right. I'm saying. He's clean. Hygienic. You wash out the yeah. sink. It's it's a win. Right. Squeegee that thing. Wash yeah. it twice, would yeah. you? Uh, so speaking of hangaburgers, I saw this the other day in. Uh, Wired magazine. Uh, it's uh, th- the the article that drew me in was oh you know what I think I'm about to get paywalled bastards. Um, grilling over gas is objectively scientifically better than grilling over charcoal. Oh, I have some friends I got to forward that to that will piss them off. Well, yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and hit you with it. Uh, what's um, objectively scientifically better? Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to hear what that means. Now they science talk- is settled, Jack. <laughs> oh, you don't believe in science? You're a science denier. <laughs> Uh, look, I like cooking on charcoal, too. It has one indisputable advantage over gas. It gets much hotter. Glowing coals that are about uh, are at a temperature of about 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And while gas burns at around 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit, there's very little radiant heat from the flames. Go figure. All right. But they go on. That's why gas grills have, like, the flavorizer bars or whatever. It's places to hold the heat. Um, charcoal purists will try to tell you that their preferred fuel leads to better flavor. This is, well, nonsense. According to the Food Science Bible modern quiz, Modernist Cuisine, carbon is carbon as it burns and imparts no flavor of its own to the food being grilled. I don't know the if characteristic ever, flavor comes from drippings, not the fuel. I've never known if I've ever felt like there was a difference in flavor, but I definitely have a different feeling as just like caveman enjoyment out of cooking. Mm. There's something not as caveman enjoy-y about Flipping on gas and lighting it. Well, at the bottom of that article, that uh, I, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I miss cooking with charcoal. I almost never do, and I should just because I like it better. But it's so convenient to do the gas. But then at the bottom of that article at uh, Wired.com is this headline. 
Grilling over charcoal is objectively, scientifically better than grilling over gas. Oh, no. It's Hilarious. a companion piece. <laughs> okay. Where they mentioned the burning is some uh, some yeah. chemical or other that... Uh, How about uh, if you start it with diesel fuel like I do? Right, Does that have any right. effect oh, on the flavor of your meat? So, is that recommended? Tastes like a tire fire. <laughs> sure gets it going fast, though. It's about aroma, Jack. Aroma, oh, which is a major yeah. component of taste. And you got your guayacol. It's an aroma compound produced when you use heat to break down lignin. Of course you knew that. Which is the resin responsible for holding strands of cellulose together to form wood. Has a smoky, smoky spicy, bacony aroma, says this scientist guy. In fact, the flavor that most people associate with bacon is largely degraded lignin. I did wow. not know that. Mm. Um, uh, one of the reasons I had a gas grill back when I was single is I almost only ate hot dogs and hamburgers, and they take like a minute to cook, and it just... The whole getting the charcoal going in 20 minutes to get it hot enough to cook for a minute didn't seem that just... For a single dog. Yeah, it just didn't add up that way. Right, it's crazy. I love those hickory wood chips. (laughs) Those are some of my favorites. They're they're very advanced. You got your your match light, Jack. You don't need to pour diesel on there. You just put the match to them, and they light up, and they got little wood chips in Not the way it lights up when you put diesel fuel on (laughs) it. That's more fun. Yeah. (laughs) 20-foot high flames. The kids really howl with glee. <laughs> Reminds me of my burning my uh, Christmas tree story. Cause, of course, we both have those now. Where I saturated it with gasoline and about burned off all my hair. Oh, I've got... <laughs> it was so bad. I've got six Christmas trees out by the goat pen. I haven't burnt them. so I, Wow. So that's an option. Go ahead. Do it. Do it. Are they replanted or horizontal? They're just laying there. Okay. Jack is now just the stand. Bold decision. It's a good look. Yeah. As many burn victims can tell you, uh, the problem with gasoline is not the uh, the liquid, it's the vapor, which hadn't dawned on me as I soaked my old Christmas tree in mm. gasoline back when you I lived in a place you could burn. You don't, you don't need much. Wood's uh, flammable uh, on its own. <laughs> it it really. wasn't flammable fast enough. I tried it the regular way. <laughs> there with a lighter. Okay. What's this going? It's not burning. So I went and grabbed a can of gas, and I soaked the hell out of it. And again, the problem was not the liquid part. It's that, you know, gasoline wafts gas vapor around, which is flammable. Sure. So I set the, I you know, tossed the match at the tree. It was just this, whoo, that was probably 12 feet wide and 12 feet high. And so, you know, from the, from the center of the tree, the geographic center of the tree, Luckily, it was like a six-foot fireball in each direction, and that was about six feet fireball. two inches. I, I had about two inches of uh, of uh, fudge room to not get my face and hair burnt off, hmm. but my eyebrows were uh, were singed. I mean, that who knows if I'd been a foot closer? Who knows? I might have lost my sight, right? My capacity to grow a big bushy beard, like I'm in Game of Thrones or something, hmm. could have been disastrous. Why was that dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Had you never lit anything on fire with uh, oh. f- gasoline before? You should have hung around with m- me as a child. Okay. So you're a pyromanic from way back, I, I, I was still the, made this sort of mistake. I was the downside of uh, free-range parenting, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Although I survived it, which made me stronger and fitter. <laughs> Did everybody, though? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, several of my yeah, friends right. didn't, but I'm, I'm <laughs> fine. I had a couple of friends as a little kid who I doubt made it to adulthood. Really? We were pretty wild. I mean, we, we lived in this gigantic... Gigantic, sprawling apartment complex in suburban Chicagoland that, you know, especially from the perspective of a four or five-year-old child, four, five, six, 
I guess I was seven when we moved, roughly. Um, it seemed endless. I mean, it seemed like a vast city. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a pretty damn big apartment complex, but we would just head off and we'd r- r- root around in the construction areas and out into the woods and just all over the place. Nobody exploring does that the now. world. Nobody does that now. And we did some stuff that was unwise. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, um, that's, that's what happened. And stepped on some nails. I learned about puncture wounds and tetanus shots. Happened more than once. Er, I've Gotten never dirt clod fights. I've avoided that my whole <laughs> life, stepping on a nail. Uh, is this a traditional red brick apartment complex? No. Oh, okay. No. I, I think they're mostly kind of wood and okay, cheap. And was... Now it's it's the hood. I couldn't walk through that place now. <laughs> okay. They'd be like, what are you doing I was going to say, it sounded like the projects that you were describing there to yeah, begin with. It kind of is now. Okay. It was right. just working class apartments at the time, but gotcha. it was funny. Speaking of dirt clod fights and rock fights and stuff like that, we got into an actual violent for little kids where blood was drawn fight with this one family. They were like, they were pig-faced Philistines. I mean, they were like inbred. (laughs) At least you're not holding on to it. They were were seriously inbred, cross-eyed, pig-faced brutes. Slathering. And and, and here's 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 the funny thing. Their last name was Precious. Oh, that's a good one. I remember the big, the leader, the big tough uh, kid who led, he was probably like a second grader when I was a first grader, (laughs) Kevin Precious. He's a brute. Tell you what, there was no kindness. There was no milk of human kindness on his grocery store shelves. Brutal people. Wow. Oh, when the dirt clods got to flying, mercy went out the window. He said, that was the Chicago way. (laughs) And what became of him? Do you have any idea whatever Bam did? No idea. Mm. I ought to Google him. You probably could. You could probably Facebook them. Yeah, I wonder. There's probably like 15,000 people with that name. But Just Google pig face. I don't really care. <laughs> Send them a DM. Hey, yeah. you pig face. <laughs> Still chucking dirt clods at littler kids? You coward? He's like the VP of finance or something. <laughs> what, what is this? I still your, see your face is still like that of a pig. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Wait a minute. That's uh, way to go. That God, how old is he? There is a guy named Kevin Precious on Facebook. That's about the right age, man. He's a little pig-faced. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. You know, oh, uh, I've got to give the guy credit for perhaps having some personal growth since age six. <laughs> I don't know why you would assume that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not been my experience. Just Let's text see. him one word. It's, it's, oink. <laughs> it's, a, it's a private page, huh? So. I don't get anywhere where he grew up or anything like that. I wonder if that's him. That's hilarious. Maybe something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to just go to his house, figure out where it is, right. chuck a dirt clod in his head and run. <laughs> Never forget. Vengeance. Vengeance hey. is mine. This isn't over. Well, I guess that's it.